This is Ashley Kelsch, and you're listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 42. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Renegades, renegades. Oh my goodness. How are you today? (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm recording in my little tiny spot that I come to and I close my doors and I can hear my dogs sniffing outside under and it's felt like I was in a scene from Jurassic Park. (laughs) Like, don't move. So per usual, you may hear them in the background, but who doesn't love a little Frenchie making all the noises? (laughs) So also woke up super early today, which never happens, but I opened the door outside and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cold. That's super cold right now. It's rainy and cold today, which is so refreshing, but definitely a shock to the sensation system. (laughs) But I'm here for that for sure. After this long, hot summer we've had in Austin, Texas. So speaking of long, hot summers in Austin, Texas, dating is definitely going on. I was recently walking with a friend of mine and we were catching up on all the things and dating came up. She had met someone on a good old fashioned dating app and they'd been texting back and forth over the past few weeks. And she was thinking it might be time for the next step, a socially distanced face-to-face meetup. As she shared with me her thoughts about him, I noticed that she had a tendency to refer to the last person she dated and what had happened to her with him to define what she didn't want in this relationship. It was as if this bar of what would not, could not happen had been set and the ex was there with us holding it up. It was the ghost of a past lover. The, I remember the painful story of when I did this with the last lover, how that didn't work out, so never again. Her ex was just as present in her dating life as he had been when it was just the two of them. I couldn't help but think, this might be the most non-consensual threesome I've heard about in a long time. I also couldn't help but think that we are all subconsciously doing this, involuntarily bringing our past relationships into the current ones to inform us of who and what we want while simultaneously projecting our ghosts of past lovers onto the present person. It begs the question, is anyone really dating from a clean and clear space? Is it possible to date purely from the present moment? As you know, I'm an advocate for you looking back at your dating life and relationships to gather evidence and hard data when you're looking for different results. But there is a difference when it's all facts and no drama. When you aren't still holding on to or judging the relationship. When you are still making it mean something went wrong, I was wrong, they were wrong, we haven't fully let go. And if we haven't fully let go, then we are bringing these ghost lovers of past time into our new relationships. I mean, when I look back at my dating life and the amount of transference that was occurring, I can assure you it was less of a threesome and more of a swinging group orgy. As human as this is, it's unfair to all parties involved. If we don't bring into conscious awareness our past pain, we can't heal or love. I've been reading Marianne Williamson, and she refers to the Course of Miracles and speaks to shadow figures of the past. She says, It tells us that we tend to see no one as they are. We keep blaming someone in the present for something someone did to us in the past. 
the other person doesn't really stand a chance because every time they say something or do something, you're wondering if it's going to be this again, like it was with so-and-so. If you examine your relationships closely, you may notice some commonality. This is because many of your thoughts are similar about your dating life, who you dated. Your brain is recycling relationship thoughts from your lifetime of programming. Without awareness, you're not fully able to get to know this person, enjoy this discovery process. You are also denying yourself the experience of true engagement with your feelings and theirs. You may not necessarily be thinking about your exes and what they did, but if you are still hurt, mad, resentful, or in judgment, you aren't fully open to emotionally experiencing the relationship. You will be guarded. This transference application is so subtle and so subconscious that you aren't necessarily aware that you are doing it, but if you haven't cleaned up your past relationships, I assure you it is happening, and it always will be happening. So what do we do, renegades? How can we date from a space and a place that is clean and clear, unhooked from emotional pain and judgment of our past relationships and the others involved? To date consciously and be in the present requires you to learn the truth about your relationships and overcome two obstacles, the ego and your brain's conditioning to look for the bad and judge. How? Well, the way we do every week. We inquire, seek, and reveal. So here are a few steps that you can take. Let's start with processing your pain. When you begin to experience thoughts and feelings from the past in your present, you want to honor that within yourself and not react to the other person. Observe your reaction, choose your response. Allow for the feeling while recognizing that it has nothing to do with this other person. Process it by narrating the experience through your body and then hit pause and insist on the truth. Separate your facts from your thoughts. Ask yourself, when was the last time I was triggered by an ex or my past while I was spending time with someone new? What was I thinking? What happened in my body? How did I react? Can I release this belief from my new relationship? What new belief can I choose to have? Let's also try out conscious remembering. I watched Eternal Sunshine on a Spotless Mind a few weeks ago, and if you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert, by the way, 2004, it's not, I can't even feel bad about it if I am spoiling it for you. The movie stars Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. They are a couple who break up and both separately go through this process to have the memory of the other person and the relationship completely removed from their minds. And it is simply fascinating because the most memorable memories, the current ones, are negative. The arguments, the misunderstandings, the painful conversations and things said. But as I got lower into the subconscious of his memories, Jim Carrey starts seeing the experiences that they had that were good. And he wants to keep those. Suddenly he's trying to figure out where to hide these good memories so they won't be erased as well as hide the memory of her altogether from being deleted. It turns out as he begins to revisit their past and he got below the surface of his anger, hurt, and resentment, he saw the memories of why he loved her, the good times they had, the experience and feelings that made them, them. I thought about the beautiful yet horrific ability our minds have to store and rewrite our memories. And to reframe, memories are only thoughts about the past. I know from personal experience when I'm done with someone or a relationship, I mostly only remember the bad, though why I'm leaving or have left. When you do this, you continue to relive the painful experience, making it mean the same awful thing about your relationship every time. 
and you bring that into your current relationships. Last year, I recorded an episode called Reconciling My Past, and I talk about a process I did to reframe my relationships with my ex-husbands. After all these years, I found myself still angry and resentful with these two men, men who are not in my life, but because of my thinking about them still have quite the emotional impact and the ability to consume me. Martha Beck calls this story fondling, the problems from our past that we can't stop thinking about. It's super fun if you like to be the victim of your stories. I decided it was time for a full stop, so I dropped the anchor. I became the queen of reframe. I spent time looking back at our past, but only for the good memories. And it wasn't easy, and it did take some time, but it worked. Suddenly, I found myself asking questions about why I left. I literally started to see these two men, one of whom I experienced some very serious trauma with, and wondered why I ever left. I found myself asking what it might have been like to be on the other side of the relationship, to be married to me. And that renegades was not the most fun, but it did lead me to the most peaceful place called forgiveness for them and myself. Forgiveness, this can be a very difficult process depending on the circumstances, but remember, forgiveness doesn't condone bad behavior or an admission of what you did to me being acceptable. This doesn't mean you dismiss any wrongdoing to you, but you don't have to carry it around with you forever. When we forgive, we release our past and we drop into the present. That person cannot keep hurting us. When I find myself in a place of anger and unable to forgive, I do ask myself, when have I behaved in a similar way? When did I hurt someone? I have learned that I can forgive someone, love them unconditionally, and not have anything to do with them. Forgiveness does not mean friendship. I can have compassion for myself and others while remaining within my boundaries. This is the work required to start showing up in your relationships without the ghost lovers of past time, to get out of your patterns and find your essential self in the present with this new person. You have to walk into the light like a moth to the flame, and they don't call it work for nothing. Doing this work, Renegades, opens you up to your life's work, though. It gets you present and another step closer to home. It might actually be easier for you to continue on blaming others and staying in negativity. Obviously, it won't feel better, and we all know it isn't better for you over the long term, but we do hold on to familiar discomfort rather than exchanging it for the unfamiliar discomfort. While reading A Woman's Worth by Marianne Williamson, I was struck with this. She said, we don't have to take responsibility for the world when we're spending all of our time in emotional pain. We're too busy. The truth that sets us free is an embrace of the divine within us, which immediately reminded me of Martha Beck when she said, I've come to think that the main purpose of rumination is work avoidance. Dwelling endlessly on the past keeps us from the wild, exhausting, terrifying tasks that create our right lives. But you, my renegade, you were made for this work. You're tuning in. You're turning on. I want you to keep it up, you sexy thing. Until next week, I love you and you're worth it. Renegades, thank you for tuning in this week. If you're enjoying this podcast, let me know. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and share it with a five-star rating and review. You can also head on over to my website, www.modernrenegades.com to sign up for my newsletter, leave your questions and comments, or just connect with me directly. I look forward to hearing from you.